out to Walker, Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai, and Dane's gone through, Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game, the Panthers are going to be first after this, it's been ugly, they've been far from their best, Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top, Katara, the trick finish. Big Lezzers lead. Hello and welcome to Big Lezzers League and all a rugby league experience. Let's go through some news and updates in the last few days, or should I say the last few months. I haven't done one of these in a while. Been focused on other content that I will release soon. Um, but let's get started. Let's go through your news and updates in the last few months. Kevin Naguama now, he's been linked to the Roosters and he's also been linked to the West Tigers. Both would be beneficial moves for him. Personally, the Roosters don't really need him. They've obviously got Paul Monorowski who they've just signed. I personally don't think they need Kevin Naguama at the moment. Um, the, the West Tigers, on the other hand, other than James Roberts, who hasn't really been up to par per se, I do think they that the Tigers lack in those strike centers. Other than when Adam Dewey plays in the centers and plays unreal, I think Adam Dewey takes that sixth spot. Kevin Aguama, he wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a bad signing. Whether the Tigers have enough money for him, that is the big concern. He's obviously a now a premiership winner with the St Helens, uh, with the with St Helens, sorry, and also he. <laughs> basically won the equivalent of the Clive Churchill over in the Super League as well. So the price for him just goes up. Um, look, it is going to be really interesting to see if the Tigers do get him. Does Naguama want to go back to the Tigers? Maybe. He played there before. Uh, but it really depends if he wants to go back for me. Um, I'm not sure if if Naguama didn't play for the Tigers, if he would go there especially with the dramas that the Tigers have had in the past two years as well. Um, I just, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting one to see. At the Roosters, though, depending on if they shove Monorowski on the wing and they chuck Naguama in the centers. Obviously, they've got Billy Smith to return from injury as well, along with a bunch of players. It is going to be really interesting to see if Naguama ends up going there. Now... Billy Magulius. If you don't know Billy Magulius, he played for the Cronulla Sharks and he was all right. He didn't get much playing minutes, but he was all right. He was up to scratch for me. Uh, obviously played in that Jets, Newtown Jets side that won the grand final. I think it was in 2019 off a Billy Magulius kick. That's right. I said it, a Billy Magulius kick. So I think he's a great player, Billy Magulius. And I think he just didn't get much playing minutes, and that's why people were judging him poorly because he just wasn't getting many minutes to prove himself self out there. He's been signed by the Warrington Wolves. I think this is a great signing for them. Uh, really just adds some depth to their roster. Really like this signing for Warrington, and I, can't, I, hope, I really do hope he plays well over there in England. Now, Sean O'Sullivan, I want to talk about this guy for a second because he... Is an absolute weapon in my eyes. I think he's a great backup halfback or even a starting halfback. And I would have loved to see him over at the Dolphins. His dad's obviously over there. His dad's the one that got him over to the um, New Zealand Warriors in the first place. 
Will he be able to pull off the same magic again? I don't know. Uh, I, I'd love him to see... I'd love to see Sean O'Sullivan in a new franchise. Obviously, potentially with Cameron Munster, pair, with pairing with him in the halves. I think that'd be awesome to see. Um, but he has been linked to the Penrith Panthers. Now... In terms of depth, this signing would be through the roof for the Penrith Panthers. I love, absolutely love watching Sean O'Sullivan. He obviously started off at the Roosters, went off to the Brisbane Broncos, then to the New Zealand Warriors, now linked to the Penrith Panthers. I love watching this guy play. And just those little stints that he had for the Warriors this year, I could definitely see him starting in a seven jersey. If he signs with Penrith, that won't be the case, but... He'd be a great backup when Cleary goes to Origin or even replacing Tyrone May as that 14 off the bench. And look, I think that's more likely considering that Apicasai Coruscant has been linked to the West Tigers. Mitch Kenny would probably shift into that number nine jersey and then uh, Sean O'Sullivan could play that 14 off the bench. Sean O'Sullivan could even play that nine jersey, to be honest. You just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but I think this would be a great signing there for the Penrith Panthers, regardless in terms of depth. Now, Brandon Smith. There's a big situation with Brandon Smith at the moment. He's been linked to a few clubs now. It says that he's been linked to five... He's had five offers since November 1st. It is November 6th when I'm recording this. It will be November 7th when it comes out. But, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Brandon Smith, one of the hottest players on the market. I think the hottest player in the market at the moment is Joey Manu. But we'll get to that in another time. I think that Brandon Smith is one of the hottest players on the market at the moment. Really good quality hooker. He reminds me a lot of uh, Isaac Luke, also bringing his own little spice to that mix as well. They call him the Wombat for a reason. He's just so dangerous close to the line, and he really breaks teams apart. And then when Harry Grant obviously comes on, Harry Grant just utilizes that and looks amazing. But the real star here is Brandon Smith, and I can't wait to see what happens with him over the next few days. Obviously, he's been linked to the Titans, the Roosters, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, and the New Zealand Warriors. Now, return to the Warriors could be interesting. Return to the um, the Cowboys, for me, seems unlikely. They've obviously got Granville, Cotter, uh, and Reese Robson filling out that hooker spot, so I don't see him going off to the Cowboys. Titans are in dire need of a hooker, so the Titans... Wouldn't be, wouldn't be going bad at all if they signed Brandon Smith. Obviously, he wants that starting number nine spot. Um, so, he'd definitely get that over at the Gold Coast Titans. So, that's a likely one there. Sydney Roosters. They've obviously signed Connor Watson, promising him the nine jersey. If Brandon Smith goes over there, I could definitely see Connor Watson slotting into a six to Luke Keary seven. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see the Roosters rosters next year, but Brandon Smith could definitely fit in at that nine spot and he'd suit the Roosters quite well. Um, and then the new, and then the New Zealand, well, yeah, as I said, return to New Zealand, interesting. Cowboys unlikely. Roosters would be good. Titans are in dire need of a halfback. Dolphins would be awesome to see Brandon Smith starting off in a new franchise. Plenty of clubs for him to choose from. Don't know how big the offers are. I think some of them are for $1 million. Um, 
so yeah, it is going to be really interesting to see how how where Brandon Smith chooses to go in the next few years. Cronulla Sharks have signed Matt Ikevalu, and for me, that's a really good sign because obviously Craig Fitzgibbon was the assistant coach last year, well, the, at this year, pretty much um, for the Sydney Roosters, and he probably saw something great in Matt Ikevalu, hence the signing. I really like this one. I think Matt Ikevalu. Judging him off the good and not the bad, I think he is a fantastic winger. Uh, whether he does play winger or whether he goes into the centers, they've obviously got Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Molotalo filling out those wing spots. I think they do need a center. Whether he can handle the defensive effort of a center, I, I'm not sure. Um, but I think it's a good signing nevertheless. If he's just signing him as a depth signing for that wing spot, I think that's a great signing. Now, Tex Hoy... Also linked to the Penrith Panthers as well as Sean O'Sullivan. Um, so it is going to be interesting to see how that one goes. Um, Tex Hoy, really, really talented fullback. Obviously can slot into that number seven or six jersey as well. Um, he'd be a great replacement for Tyrone May because Tyrone May plays a pretty similar spot. Um, yeah, Tex Hoy. Obviously we saw in that 2019, I think it was, nine series. Um Maybe, oh, I don't think it was 2020. We had to put in 2019-9 series. Tex Hoy just went ballistic and he played really, really well. And from then on, we know that Tex Hoy is a very talented player. Whether he chooses to stay at the Knights, you know, this is a big call because obviously Mitchell Pearce is leaving the club. It's been rumored that if Mitchell Pearce does make that dramatic exit, that KP will slot into the sixth jersey. Clifford will go seven. Tex Hoy gets that fullback spot if he stays in the Newcastle. Whether he wants to take that roll of the dice or whether he just goes to the Penrith Panthers, plays a bit of 14, uh, and then maybe get a few offers from other clubs for a starting fullback spot if he plays the long game or the short game. I don't know what he should do, to be honest. Uh, it really depends. It depends. For me, if I was Tex Hoy, I'd be, I'd be holding on with his contract stuff uh, just a few more weeks, see what happens um, with both clubs, see if Mitchell Pearce does make the exit. For me, if I'm Tex Hoy, if Mitchell Pearce moves, I stay at New- Newcastle. If Mitchell Pearce stays, then I go off to the Penrith Panthers and play that utility role because I think that would be the best thing for Tex Hoy. Obviously, we got a first look at Jackson Hastings in the Tigers kit. I can't wait to see this guy play in the Super League. He was absolutely freakish. Um, really, really talented halfback. Obviously, he could play 5'8 as well. If you play halfback, you can play a little bit of 5'8 as well. He's a really good running halfback. Um, really, really talented. And the thing is, he's gotten a bit older. He's matured his game a bit. He's matured as a person as well. Obviously, listening to him on the Rugby League Guru podcast, you can tell he's matured as a person. He really wants to be a leader in this club. I think it's exactly what the West Tigers need. And I can't wait to see him in 2022. Penrith Panthers obviously sacked Tyrone May, as we were talking. We sort of touched on it before. We'll get into it in a bit more detail now. I think it was a bit immature of what he posted on social media and some of the stuff, some of the other stuff he got in trouble for as well. Uh, I think... I think so you got to be really careful as a player on social media and he wasn't very careful and looked calm as a bitch and it bit him in the ass and now 
He is clubless as he's been sacked by the Penrith Panthers. Really unlucky for Tyrone May. The Melbourne Storm, they've signed an absolute unit of a winger, 6'4". His name, he's, he is 6'4", sorry, 6'4", height. 23-year-old Will Walbrick. He played rugby sevens for the All Blacks. Absolute freaking unit, this guy. A 6'4 is big for a winger. And he's he's got really broad shoulders. I watched a bit of highlights of him and he... He knows how to rip and tear this guy, so I can't wait to see him play for the Melbourne Storm. Whether he plays um, straight away, I know the transition from union to league is a tough one, just off other experience and other examples that I've seen. Uh, will, will, will I don't think Will Warbrick will start straight away. I think um, the wingers will probably be George Jennings and Xavier Coates. Uh, and then... Maybe halfway through the season or a few weeks in, they might debut him maybe off the bench like they did with Nico Hines. Well, not like they did with Nico Hines, sorry. Uh, like they used Nico Hines, you know, as that 17 player to, and then Harry Grant will still be on the bench as the 14. This guy's massive. This guy is huge, and you can put him in the back row, really, if you wanted to. He's an absolute unit. Um,. It'll be really interesting to see how they use him um, in the next in next in next season. Sorry, uh, but it's a great signing there for the Melbourne Storm. Absolute unit. Uh, Edric Lee as well. Edric Lee has been signed by the Knights or re-signed. Sorry, but this time on a train and trial contract. Really interesting to see that move there from the Newcastle Knights. I think they just want him to prove himself as a player. I actually thought he did that when he made Origin. He played really well. Um, it's it's going to be really interesting. He didn't play last season because he was injured most of last season, to be honest. Uh, but he did make Origin the season before. Um, it was a great effort from him in that season. Whether he plays a bit more games this season, I don't know. Obviously, they've got Dane Gagai, who's signed in the outside backs. I think they do have a little bit of room there to fit Edric Lee on the wing. They're, obviously, their wingers are quite young, Aaron Chihuahua and those other guys. So, going to be really interesting to see Edric Lee and where he, if he plays and where he plays next season. Now, speaking of Origin, Origin 2022, the dates and the venues have been announced. So, Game 1, listen carefully, ladies and gentlemen. Game 1 will be on June 8th in Sydney. Game two will be in June 26th, on June 26th in Perth. And game three will be in July 13 in Brisbane. I'll repeat that one more time. Game one, June 8, Sydney. Game two, June 26, Penrith. Game three, July 13, Brisbane. Great venues. Awesome stuff there. Um, Awesome stuff there, to be honest. I, I, I can't wait for this Origin series. Great venues. Perth was a bit of a strange one, but I just can't wait for Origin. Uh, this, this season hasn't even started yet. I love State of Origin. Awesome stuff there. Can't wait. Now, Luke Brooks obviously linked to the Bulldogs and the Newcastle Knights, but the Newcastle Knights, there is word that that one is a bit more likely. I personally cannot wait to see Luke Brooks rip and tear in 2022. And I think it's going to be for the Newcastle Knights. If Mitchell Pearce makes that exit, 
Um, then I do see Luke Brooks signing with the Newcastle Knights. Uh, and then again, we talk about Tex Hoy and, and Tex Hoy's opportunities. I think now, just looking at this, looking at Luke Brooks, and he'll probably take the seven, Jake Clifford six, Kalen Pong a fullback. I think Tex Hoy, now, if Luke Brooks comes to the Knights, I think Tex Hoy could potentially go to the Penrith Panthers and take that contract. Now, just thinking about this, if I'm Tex Hoy, I'm picking the Penrith Panthers. But going back to Luke Brooks, I think he's going to suit, uh, Jake Clifford is going to suit Luke Brooks the world and back because Jake Clifford really knows how to get the best of the players around him. And we saw that with Mitchell Pearce. He actually got the, uh, made Mitchell Pearce play much better because he just let Mitchell Pearce play footy. And then Jake Clifford sort of took charge of the team a little bit. Uh, but they sort of really took turns. And I think that'd be good for Luke Brooks. I think if he has someone to just take charge of the team like Jake Clifford and just allow uh, Luke Brooks Luke Brooks to just play footy, uh, I think that would be awesome for him. Now, Luke Metcalf, he's officially signed with the New Zealand Warriors from 2023 to 2024. So he's still a Cronulla Shark next season. But from 2023, he is a New Zealand Warrior. And I think that's a great signing for him. Whether he has that one year in reserve grade, uh, obviously, because they've got Braden Trindle uh, and Matt Moylan for the halfback spots. Whether Luke Metcalf has that one year in reserve grade or whether he actually does play for the uh, new for the Cronulla Sharks in a starting spot, I'm not sure, but I think either way it'd be quite beneficial there for him. Honestly, can't wait to see Luke Metcalf rip and tear. Well, that is it. That is your news and updates for the last few months. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.